One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. It's the Keen and Emily show. It's the Keen and Emily show. It's the Keenan and Emily Show. It's the show that you need to go to. Hello, and welcome back to the Keenan and Emily Show, episode six, with myself, Mr. Keenan Toomey. And myself, Miss Emily Rochford. And we're back with yet again another episode, bringing you all the quarantainment from our home. Do you Indeed. like that? That was a good pun, wasn't it? Ha ha, good one. Good, good one. Really, thanks. <laughs> It's been an exciting week and we've been really busy travelling for the last yeah, few days. Yeah. We went from our bedroom to yeah, the kitchen that was to the wild. front room. That was wild. And maybe we actually... Yeah, the odd wild wilderness in the garden. It's been hectic. <laughs> the amount of daisy chains we've been building. The the garden. Oh, Put on God. them boots. Uh, watching tons of Netflix as usual because we've yeah. nothing else to do with our lives because even if we want to go outside it's raining yes. so um, not only the government are keeping us quarantined but the cumulus clouds above <laughs> us in the sky are also keep, keeping us quarantined <laughs> uh, one thing we did notice um, Emily yes. what's the story about fucking Elon Musk's and, and Graham's new child's name. Oh, my goodness. Did you see what it's called? Me. Of course I've seen what it's called. It's Who hasn't seen what the child is called? All right, so Elon has six children, okay? No, sorry, he has seven children because he's just yes. downloaded his new child. We've got... <laughs> <laughs> he just downloaded his new child. We've got Nevada Alexander. We've got... <laughs> Damien. We've got Griffin. Xavier. Saxon. Kai and the newest one, X8812. <laughs> <laughs> Which is apparently pronounced Kyle. Kyle. <laughs> Fucking Kyle. There's no way that is the pronunciation of Kyle. Yeah, so apparently I, the, the X and the, the AE symbol is like a. Oh. And the A12, which is also his favourite plane. <laughs> He's like, yeah, I named it after my favourite plane. That was my South African oh accent. Oh my God. So God the child's named that. Child. I assume the child's going to grow up and change his name to like Stephen or something. <laughs> Stephen. <Bill>. Like <laughs> Bill. A-E-X-A-12. Musk. Unsure. Yeah, calling the role, being called out every day in school. There's, oh I don't know, God. there's other people out there though, like, I mean, alright, so Kim Kardashian and Kanye. Oh my God, their babies' names are absolutely crazy. But now, as time has gone on, the, the name suits the kids. Yeah, you know, I mean? know they've kind of... Like, North is North. Like, Northwest. She looks like a North. Yeah. Yeah. Northwest, it's so weird. North is a good name. Shy... Or no, Chicago, Chicago, but they call it Shy. I think Shy is nice. Shy, yes, Shy is nice. And Sam, Sam. Like, like, oh my god, in like the Sam in the Bible, <laughs> like S A M. Pasalam. But speaking of Kardashians, Kylie Jenner's baby is Stormy. Stormy. Travis Scott's little baby. Yeah, little baby, and like Stormy Webster. What a name. That's a good name. What a great name. I know, like, at the start, I was kind of like, mm, Stormy, Stormy? Like, huh? But now, uh, she, yeah, like, it's just like North. She looks like a Stormy. It's just grown on her, you know? This is my favourite one. You know, Jason Lee, you know, the guy from uh, My Name is Earl? Yeah. <laughs> His kid's name is Pilot Inspector. Pilot Inspector. Yeah, and Inspector's with a K. No. <laughs> no. That is scandalous. Um, you know Penn and Teller? The magicians. The magicians. You know, Penn. Yes. The one with the moss or with the, the, the ponytail. Hair. Yeah, yeah. His his 
kid's name is Moxie Crime Fighter and Zoltan. Moxie Crime Fighter. Where in God's name did Moxie Crime Fighter come from? I don't know. Who else is there? Bronx Mowgli. That's Jessica Simpson's child. Oh my God. Jessica Simpson was going to sleep one night and she was just thinking to herself, this baby is going to be called Bronx Mowgli. I know. And then Rachel Griffin with Banjo. I don't think Banjo is that bad. Uh, Like you can call him, you know, Banji. That child is definitely going to be bullied for his name being Banjo. Banjax Banjo. Banjo. When we play the Banjo, we'll pluck your (laughs) G-string. What, we, what the uh, fuck What do we name our fucking children If we ever have Honestly them? Sure it depends on the gender You know Boy So obviously if we get married Right Are you taking my name So we'll be Emily yeah. Toomey So obviously yeah. the kids Will be Toomey Yeah What Correct. about Cayman Cayman Or Camir No like should we go down The route of like All these mad names yeah, Like Camir Camir Toomey no, that's just not going to happen, Keen. Come here to me! It works! Oh, what wow. About... I didn't even hear that until you said that. Yeah, exactly. It's genius. <laughs> Do you know what I realised, actually? Do you know, in Irish, Irish, for, for someone to ask the time, it's Cain Tomey. Yeah. It just sounds like a farmer saying my name. Cain Tomey! <laughs> How mad is that? I when did that you figure that out? In fifth class, in Irish, when we were doing Irish, when the whole class were like, Cain Tomey, and they're like, oh, that sounds like Cain Tomey. <laughs> That is the best I've ever heard. Oh, so Elon Musk and Grimes, <sighs> big shout out to you for just entertaining for, us, yeah. for, for just Giving naming the world your children. That name. You just you bless the you know, you not only blessed your child, you bless the world. Other oh. than that, we watched RuPaul's Drag Race. Of course we did. Every Obsessed week on. RuPaul's Drag Every Race. Every week on. There's actually a new one out, the celebrity version. Yeah. Where celebrities um who've never done drag before come out and they get done up by like some of the best drag queens. And guys, I mean it is so funny it's just amazing seeing them all put on the high heels walking around with full glam a good thing is a lot of the drag queens follow me as well I know I've, so I'm like we have like shout out like Trixie Mattel Morgan Dang. McMichaels um, Sasha Valore. it's such a great show I do get annoyed though because what, what do you mean why you know why why because sometimes when I do you know I don't wake up till 11am Emily wakes up at 9am She goes downstairs And she might pot her away She might do something She might clean up The dog's poo From the kitchen floor She might also it's watch three, She also might have watched Three episodes of RuPaul's Drag Race Without me yeah. So that's three contestants Eliminated Yeah true. Three challenges Three snatch games That I totally missed out on So I'm there I'm, I'm so like proud. where's Where's where are they gone? Where are they gone? They just—it's just I have to keep going, Keen. You know, it's just—it's one of those things. Yeah, well, you cheated on me. I didn't cheat on you. you I just watched an you episode cheat. without you. You cheated on me with RuPaul. <laughs> Logan because Paul. I watched Logan an ep- Paul's older brother, Ru. <laughs> Saint Vincent de Paul's brother. <laughs> Saint Vincent de Paul. <laughs> I've never laughed like that before. <laughs> Oh, Emily, that was fucking uh, gas. St. Vincent de Paul's brother, RuPaul. I don't know why I thought that. Oh. <laughs> oh, I'm stealing that for whenever I go on stage. <laughs> that was so fucking funny. Okay. Oh. It's completely normal for someone to go past an extra episode on their partner. It is. So many people have done it and oh, what, so will you're, continue you're, to do it. Cool. You're normalising cheating, so is it? But it's not cheating. It's just it's just Netflix cheating. <laughs> <laughs> Like it. It's just Netflix. Yeah. It's not as if I'm on on an on a on a real D. You're probably not the only <laughs> <laughs> Damn. 
I'd prefer it nearly. <laughs> <laughs> Don't go past them episodes. Uh, sure, look, we're all guilty of it. We are. We are. I'm sure there's plenty of people out there that have Who? TV series that are they're, they're cheating on their partners with. It's grand. I'll just, oh, I'm definitely not the only one anyway, so. I'll get over it. <laughs> I'm sure there's a lot worse being, you know, locked up together, I'd think. When we're free again, we'll be able to go out, enjoy coffees, and then come home and then I watch them together. together. Yes. You know what I mean? Yes, it's so true. Things are actually starting to ease up in the last week, so there's been a few local lockdown legends and businesses in Cork. They've come up with these quick ideas just to get life back to normal. Normality, huh? Normality. Now, the first one isn't really just to get back life back to normality. I think it's just a man that was so bored with his life okay. that he built a full-blown pub out of his back garden. <laughs> like, did you see That's the video? That's the goal. Did you no, not see the, you didn't, didn't see the video? See the video oh no. my god. It's, it's impressive. It's like it has more decoration. He's named Bob the Builder. No, he's it's, out um, the back there building everything. <laughs> Did Bob build pubs, nah? <laughs> <laughs> There's a pub in town as well. Uh, They're doing takeaway points for 420. Shit. 420 blazes. 420 blazes, even though points. Takeaway points, right? I get it to a degree. I suppose it makes some people happy to sit at the back garden and have an L pint or well, two. But why don't you just buy but a like, pint glass and just, just fill it up like, with a can? Yeah, there you go. Like, there just you go. go to Little and buy an L can of beer and A can of Excelsior for 80 cent. Honestly, well, I can't relate. Just can't oh, relate because we don't drink. That's Many a bush I've been can. in when I was 15 though with a can of Excelsior. Oh, well, I definitely can't relate to that. I wasn't a wild child like yourself. <laughs> There's a hairdresser is actually in Washington Street in Cork. They're after getting over 20,000 euro in deposits alone. What? For when the lockdown's over, when they reopen. Oh my God, that is ridiculous. What's that? that? 20 grand in deposit from... Like, so many people are wanting to go get their hair done that they're pre-booked in yeah. and paid their deposit money. And How much is a deposit? Like 50 euro? I don't know. Like 100? Oh, I don't know. It depends on what they're getting, What's I that? suppose. Is that 2,000 people? I don't have My maths is awful. No, I don't. Well, don't ask me about maths. My favourite thing, though, that happened this week, um, big shout out to all the drug dealers around the country going out uh, going out of their way <laughs> just to make sure their customers are receiving what they want. As uh, recently, there was, there was uh, the guards, the police, the police are called guards here. They arrested a man. They pulled him over because his boot was full of sausages. What? Like eating sausages? Eating sausages, yeah. And then went, well, what other fucking sausages are there? <laughs> <laughs> That's so true. But you know, it was in the sausages. It wasn't dead pig. It what? was weed. <laughs> in the sausages? Yeah. And the guards opened the booth to they're find like, a load of sausages like, with well, weed just, in it. That's a suspicious amount of sausages. <laughs> oh my God. Shout out to all the drug dealers out there. For just getting fucking creative. Making, making moves. You're making, you're inspiring. I know you're dealing drugs, but it's so creative. <laughs> it's really funny. Don't do that. <laughs> uh, I'm actually kind of craving a sausage. You are? Yeah. Well, sorry, we only have vegan sausages in this house. Yeah, I know, but they're, <laughs> them Denny ones are good. They're good. They taste the exact same as normal Do you sausages. want one? I won't mind no saucy sambo. My stomach's rumbling and I, I don't want to finish the podcast on an empty stomach, so I'm going to, I'm going to jet off there for a second. Jet jet. Jet jet. Right. <laughs> TTYL, babe. TTYL. Oh, you know what happens when you hear this music? <laughs> what? It's the Emily and Emily segment. It's not really music, though. You're just singing. So? I thought that we, I thought it was captivating. No, definitely right, not. Right, the Emily and Emily part. Let's go. <laughs> la, 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 la. <sighs> Hello. Hello, beautiful lady. <laughs> 
How's it going? I'm great. How are you? I'm all right. The lockdowns drive me fucking insane. Is a girl. It's driving the whole country, the whole world insane. Oh, You're not alone, my I darling. I just want a nice caramel soy macchiato, you know what I mean? <laughs> so, I so do I. I miss Dalton. Oh. He's so cute. <laughs> I miss him. How are you anyway? What's the story? I'm grand. Any news with you? Nah, not really. I just, I actually, you know, I was thinking to myself, I was sitting back and I was like, how can I make, how can I make this week's episode super engaging? You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. And I thought, why don't we sit down? Why don't we sit between two ferns, between two Emilies and interview you? You want to interview me? Yeah. About About what? Your life and Kian. Okay. Because I'm curious. I just want to take some notes. You want to take notes? Yeah, because it's my life. Yeah, because you're five years running. Like you seem like you still like each other and stuff. Yeah, and, we do. And like I don't know, it's it's what just, you want to take. You want to take my a leaf out of my book. So I prepared some questions. <gasps> so I'm going to change my persona a bit here. I'm going to turn into Oprah. Oprah. Yes. Why Hello you? and welcome back to the Emily Winfrey Show. My name is Emily, and I'm joined with Emily. Hello, Emily. <laughs> Hello. Thank you for joining us. Let me tell you first. <laughs> when did you first fall in love with Kean? I first fell in love with Kean about five years ago, girl. I don't really remember exactly when. Okay. But um, actually, I do remember exactly when. Yeah, you should. Um, yeah, no, I do. It's monumental. I was out on a night. I was on a night out with my friends, and it was a college night out. Yeah, you were drunk. Yeah, I was going home and I just remember like it was like 2am and um, I was was texting you and I was like, oh, I wish you were here. And well, yeah, not you, you Keen. Sorry, I was you just wanted Keen. D. That's all I was drunk, <laughs> drunk and D. So what? You told him you first loved him on text, uh, phone call. I think it was text. Was it? Yeah, from what I remember, anyway, oh. from what Keen told me. <laughs> <laughs> Very um, very romantic girl typing yeah, out your feelings know, on a yeah. fucking phone. But that's me. <laughs> And how did you first meet? We actually met on Tinder, would you believe? Oh, Jesus, that's Tinder. controversial. <laughs> it's controversial. No, back in the day, everyone used Tinder for more or less hookups. No one was looking yeah. for You were uh, looking for genitals and you ended up finding hearts. That's essentially what happened, wasn't it? No, it wasn't. I wasn't looking for the D. I was looking for just someone nice to chat to, just someone who understood me a bit and make a friend. Like, it doesn't have to be the same sex, you know? Oh, yeah. But, uh, yeah, I matched with Kean on yeah, Tinder. he did, he did. And um, my friends told me that Kean had Facebook videos after I matched with him. And I was like, I don't know who he is, blah, 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 whatever. Don't care. You're a liar. You already knew who I was. <laughs> I didn't know who you were. You're a fibber. Oh, away from You're me. You're a fibber. You're nothing without me. <laughs> and then, what, you met at what, the bus station, was it? Uh, yeah, so I got the bus down from Waterford to Cork. I didn't tell my mum and dad. Yeah, just, you broke out of college. Like, it, thinking back, it could have been really bad because at least I FaceTimed Keen and I figured out that he wasn't, like, a catfish or anything Yeah, he could have been a creepy 70-year-old. Or a serial killer for all the world. You yeah. just wouldn't know who he you're He could have ended up, up in internet, segment three. You know? Exactly, that could have been my story, you know? Exactly. Um, but I came down on a bus and I met Keen for the first time and I hopped in the back of his friend's whip. His German whip. Yeah. And, and um, he went to McDonald's. It is romantic. It was really romantic. <laughs> Every time we drive past the uh, the car park that we ate our chips in, it gives me uh, butterflies in my bum. You? Yeah. You mean Keen? No, I mean me this time. Oh, why you? I don't know. It's just like, oh, that could have been me. Oh, that's sad. I know. That is so sad. Tell me, what attracted you to Keen? Because I'm finding it hard to find something that's actually relatively pleasant on him. <laughs> 
There's plenty of things pleasant about him, but like what first attracted me would probably be his clothes and his style at the start. Because I was like, oh my God, I love your clothes. I love your style. I love your shoes. That's what happens with all ugly people. You got to redeem yourself with style. (laughs) So yeah, that totally worked, obviously. Keen's not ugly. Well, that's your opinion. (laughs) (laughs) You didn't get a proposal for this year, though. That's so lousy for your birthday. We're on to year five. Still no proposal. Wouldn't you be freaked? Yeah, a lot of girls would be freaked, but I'm not (laughs) like a lot of girls, you know? Yeah. (laughs) And I'm not like other boys. Uh. Oh, we um, we asked people yesterday on our Instagram stories what their dream proposal would be because last week we talked about you know what if Keen was to propose to you as me you know yeah, put the ring into said, a no McDonald's thing. Big Mac dip no oh my god so romantic no so romantic but Keen <laughs> did do an Instagram post asking his listeners to send in a few of their dream proposals Ooh. and we received an overwhelming amount of emails okay Daniel he uh, proposed to his wife on a riverboat cruise in Sydney wow that's nice a riverboat cruise that sounds nice but like was it like you know what kind of riverboat cruise mm. was it was it a drunken messy one with a load of drunk teenagers like Ibiza <laughs> Or was it like going down the Venice canals with your gondola guy on it? <laughs> so it's really like, was it was it romantic? Yeah. Was Daniel, we, we, did he really need, think? We need more details. We need more details. Don't we? The second one was Angelica, who wants to be proposed to underneath the Northern Lights. Girl. Jesus, there's standards, huh? Standards are set very Jesus. high. Angelica, you've been watching <laughs> a few Disney movies, have you? <laughs> Angelica, it's okay, but that is a high, high expectation, but... Sure, we'll, we'll, I'll actually, I'll quickly WhatsApp Mother Nature there and tell her to get the Northern Lights out for us. Just for, just for the proposal. Can you set up the Northern Lights there for me? I want to get down on a knee and ask Angelica. <laughs> Jesus, Angelica, I hope that, uh, I hope your expectations aren't fucking ruined because <laughs> I'm not, a, I'm not, a, I'm not a psychic or anything, but I'd say they will be. <laughs> <laughs> Robin Adams was proposed to earlier this year. Congrats. Congrats. She was travelling in a van. Oh, God. I might take that congrats back. In New Zealand with her boyfriend for four weeks. Four weeks. Oh, Jesus. What that's the long. F- in a van for that's long now. He surprised me with a helicopter ride on the top of the top of a glacier. Whoa. Then he got down and popped the question. Holy shit, Jesus now, Christ. Okay, maybe that's just- how you do it. Angelica, you might you might want to get on to Robin Adams if you want the Northern the Northern Lights. That's <laughs> true, we might be able to bring in the helicopter. He might be able to bring in a helicopter <laughs> up into the Northern Lights. Jesus Christ, Robin, you're setting the standards, oh. aren't you? And then we have Lauren Brown who wants her dream proposal to be in New York or maybe a beach and someone will have to take the picture of the proposal oh, well, for them. That's so original. I love that idea. New York, I'd love to get proposed to New York. Oh Can yeah, I, I want to get proposed to in New York with my blue denim jacket and my Uggs and my fucking iced caramel Starbucks. So original. Jesus, that's the, that's, that's, that's the diaries of a basic white bitch. That's what that is. She she wants to have her hair done, makeup, and nice dress. Well, Jesus, girl, you better be wearing a dress every day for your fucking life. So until he proposes, <laughs> hope you get some of that. So Lauren didn't end up getting her New York proposal. Instead, she ended up getting a different type of proposal. Yeah, she. Uh, this is the story. She just finished work. Mm-hmm. Her hair was looking like she got buzzed with an electric fence. <laughs> oh, frizzy. Her fella asked her for a few pints in the pub with her dad. Well, romantic. 
Jesus, Romeo down you in the pub. You never know. They could enjoy their points. That's their little bonding thing. You never know. Okay, that's Keep fair. Going. Okay, fair. Her fella went out with her dad for a smoke and he asked her dad for permission to marry her. Oh. He was like, yeah, but it's not up to me what she says. <laughs> oh, charming dad. Good dad. What a nice dad. He really made it <laughs> special for the son. <laughs> So they come in and after the smoke and her dad had his phone up to his face and took a pic while her fella got down on one knee and proposed. Uh, that's cute. Cute. That's cute. It wasn't what she wanted, but she said it was the best present oh. that she ever got in comparison to probably the batteries for the flashlight that she got the year before. So it's a <laughs> grand comparison, I suppose. That is the best present yeah. she got. I suppose it is a story for the grandkids. Oh, it is. Most definitely. That's a nice story. You could tell them and be like... You, 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 if you get proposed, you better realise how lucky you are because my, my fella proposed to me stinking of cigarettes in a dirty, piss-stained fucking pub. <laughs> it could have been a lovely pub. It could have been lovely, yeah. It could have been. But not with, with the pubs that I go to. Mm, that's because you only surround yourself by, with bad Say things. it. Say it. No. Yeah, that's what I thought. But you know, Emily, I think you're just being so dramatic. I think like it's really nice. And, you know, he probably thought it through. He was like, oh, I, I really love her. I want to do this right now. It's Christmas Eve as well, which is even more fabulous because like Christmas time is the most oh, amazing time to get engaged. OK, uh, OK. In my defence. In your defense. I didn't see the Christmas Eve part. <laughs> it changes the whole story when it's on Christmas Eve, doesn't it? Yeah, I thought it was it just does. a random Thursday night. No, hon. Christmas I, Eve. People go to the pub on Christmas Eve. See, at least she got that ring okay. on Christmas Eve too, you know? Never mind. You don't even have that ring. Okay. I don't even Lauren, have that ring. Lauren, Lauren, I just want to apologise. Um, it's actually really cute. I totally changed my perspective on it. <laughs> and what you, did, what you did mention just there, Emily, it matters once you're with the person you love. Exactly. It shouldn't matter. Shouldn't matter. I actually um, need to tell you something. What now? Oh, God, I'm after I broke the rules this week. Where, how did you break rules? There's not really that many rules to be broken, to be quite honest. So what rules did you break? So, you know, Peter. Peter. Yeah, last I don't week, know Peter. My sugar daddy. <gasps> There's too many people. Yeah, well, Peter, the sugar daddy. Do you okay. remember last last week? I was like, fuck's sake, I need to go watch Lord of the Rings. Oh, yes, Peter. Sure, when I left, didn't I... <laughs> Didn't I get stopped by the guards? Oh, did you? They were like, where are you going, sir? I was like, hold on no minute, miss. I'm not a fucking sir. Second of all, I'm just travelling over to get some quick essentials in my local store. But I broke the rules because poor Peter needed to watch Lord of the Rings trilogy. And it was grand. And was the deed done? Was the what done? Was the deed done? Oh, the deed. Yeah. Sorry, I thought you said D. No, the deed. Yeah, both were done anyway. Oh, the deed and the D were done. Yeah. Nice. Poor, I, uh, TMI. Poor, TMI. Poor Peter. I broke him in half. You broke Peter in I half. I fucking broke his hip. Bless him. I, uh, that's something I will never be able to get out of my mind. Thank you for it's, that, Emily. That's I fine. I appreciate it. It's fine. Look, uh, we have a brand new thing coming up. Um, right. We're getting a lot of questions, well, specifically me, about relationships and beauty advice. <gasps> so I was thinking out maybe we can send, we can like open some kind of like agony and kind of column thing oh so like people ask you questions and stuff yeah. and you give them advice yeah people ask me for advice who are you to give people advice do you have qualifications yeah sure I've been you know what my qualification is what experience <laughs> I have 25 years of hard blown experience in, with, with relationships and beauty advice in life sure I've had what 72 boyfriends have you probably you've been counting well half of them don't even know that but I still count them as it do you have a burn book a burn book, what's that? Where you write down all the people's names that you don't like or like men you didn't like or fellas that broke your heart. Or I don't have enough paper. 
Oh. <laughs> That's relatable. <laughs> That's very relatable. I don't relatable. have enough fucking paper or the will or the strength in my wrist to write all them fucking names. <laughs> so it would be great if someone can send in some questions and if you want some genuine, honest advice, please do email the Keen and Emily show at, at gmail.com gmail. with the subject line Agony Aunt. Agony Aunt. And we'll be sure to A-A. read it out and give you our best answers ever. For now, I must rush out because I have a rumble in my tummy and I feel like I need to, you know... Go squ- for a number two. Squeeze out a, a bum nugget. Okay, TMI once again. Stop Goodbye. saying TMI. Too much information. Too much, yeah, whatever. Talk to you soon. Love ya. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. You know what happens when you hear this sound? Serial ah! killer sessions with Emily. Ooh. So right now is my favourite part of the show where I bring you the spooky and surreal mm-hmm. stories of serial killers from around the world, from killer clowns to pop stars on the hunt for stardom. A quick disclaimer, guys. While these stories are morbid and grim, Emily does keep them PG and keeps all the gory bits out because it's a bit... It's a bit much, you know. Usually uh, she finds ones that are so bizarre, it's hard to believe that they even happen like... like um, Lady Bluebeard. Bluebeard, yeah, Lady Bluebeard. This week we're keeping it local with a woman who is believed to be Ireland's first serial killer. Oh, we're bringing it home this we're week, guys. We're bringing her home. We're bringing, we're bringing it home. What's We've that thing that everyone says? The trophy? What's the trophy? It's coming home. It's coming home. That's the one. Yeah, but except Co- for World Cup trophies. Koi Big. Koi Big. Come on, you boys in green. <laughs> we're going way back to the 1700s with brothel owner... Darkie Kelly, whose gruesome death came when she got on the wrong side of the law and the local sheriff in Dublin. Dublin had a sheriff. Exactly. But what? like, oh, oh sure, it's the 1700s. Yeah. It's a cowboy shit. Western times. <laughs> they all came in on their horses. <laughs> yeah, horses. Okay, so she, Darkie, ran a Maiden Tower brothel in Copper Alley in Dublin. Oh my god! Copper Alley. See, this is creepy because, like, we usually read like from Alaska. Like we know Dublin. We know Dublin. Yeah, like we, we know, know Dublin where that's. Well. We know where that is. Yeah, it's what? so. This you'll you'll be more mind blown in a few minutes when I tell you the rest. Okay. She became pregnant and accused Simon Luttrell, the sheriff of Dublin, of being the father of her child. Okay, so okay. he was a wealthy man and had a status in the community. She mm. found herself in trouble when she demanded financial support from him. Uh uh-uh. oh. So she was like, come here, you got cash dollar because you're the sheriff. I need you some baby. You're my baby daddy. Yeah. You're my sheriff baby gotta, daddy. Got to pay that support, you know. Please. When she asked for the money, it was a fatal blow for her. Oh. In response <laughs> to the accusations, the sheriff accused Darkie of being a witch. So that's how fatal we're talking there. Wait, wait, a witch? A witch. Right? Imagine if that happened. No. I know. You're a witch. It's like in... Um... Harry Potter. You're <laughs> Harry a wizard, Potter. Harry. Yeah. You're a witch, Darkie. Darkie. <laughs> 
<laughs> oh, that's so good. He claimed that she killed her own child in a satanic ritual and the body was never found. No. Okay, that's weird. Come off it. Oh, that's a statement. As a result of her witchcraft, she was sentenced to be burned at the stake. So just like an American horror story. Just like an American horror story. In the coven, when the witches get burnt at at the stake. Yeah. Tied around on the stick. Exactly. Or on the stake. And they get, oh my God. Isn't that so scary that people were burned in Ireland? On top of all the accusations of her witchcraft, a newspaper article reveals that she was also being accused of killing a local shoemaker named John Dowling on St. Patrick's Day in 1760. Could be be more Irish. John Dowling died on St. Patrick's Ah. Day. Sir Patrick was probably probably alive. having a few pints there. (laughs) Patrick was probably around. (laughs) He was still getting the snakes out of Ireland. Why is it my day? (laughs) (laughs) While she was under investigation for the murder of the shoemaker, the bodies of five men were found hidden in the vaults of her brothel. That's stupid. Wow. You don't you don't shit where you eat. You know what I mean? Like, why is she doing that? Why is the question? Like, it's, Ireland is so dense. Like, like okay, the Wicklow Mountains are right next to Dublin. Yeah. She could have fucked off on a horse Easy. and just like chucked them away. But then again, on a horse skiing, it would took you about seven weeks. Sure, that's the horse's problem. <laughs> She's not going down in a Range Rover, like. (laughs) Yeah, exactly, like. In 1761, she was executed in public. She was partially hanged and then publicly burned alive on Baggett Street in Dublin. Partially? Partially. Baggett Street, that's where my bank is. Yeah. That's where the bakery is. That's where we get them custard creams. You know exactly where Baggett Street is and that is mind-blowing to think that. We're enjoying custard creams and how how is she partially hung? How the fuck does that happen? So they, like, probably in and out of consciousness and then, boom, bitch, you're burned. After her execution, prostitutes righted on Copper Alley where they once worked on the foundations of the dead men and under the thumb of Darkey. So the girl I was raw living in the brothel and with the dead bodies the, there. Did they riot because she was executed? Yeah, So they were like uh, supporting her. She was their number one, you know. Well, maybe she wasn't bad. Maybe these men were assholes too. Like That's... But exactly, that's another story. Exactly. Another story. Back in the okay. 18th century, women were second class citizens. Men found guilty of murder were hanged while women were first partially hanged before being burnt alive. But like men were just straight up hung. Like that's it. Game over. Whereas women were like... Burnt tor- alive. Tortured. Like, because we were second class citizens, Holy which is just so bizarre and ob- just absurd. Maybe they were writing for a reason, so. Research shows that the accusations of Darkie's witchcraft are false. <laughs> However, she may go down in history as Ireland's first serial killer. Yeah, but she's not a witch. Of course she's not a fucking witch. She, uh, <laughs> Jesus Christ, like, she's not running around a broomstick, like. Darkie's legend lives on. A pub named in her memory lies near her brothel. We're going to have to find that pub. Well, that kind of sucks. Though. That's kind of weird if we went to the pub, but then again, it's not because it's like history and it's like cool, you know. We should probably do that. Yeah, we when lockdown do. lifts, I would probably go up there. So yeah, that was Darky there. Darky, the mad bitch. Darky, Ireland's first. Ireland's serial first serial killer. killer. That's pretty cool. Too. Our gal. I kind of like. I know this sounds weird, but I kind of like that the first serial killer was a woman. Yeah, me too. It's more boss. Yeah, it is. Because yeah. like men are just fucking sick, twisted fuckers. Whereas like <laughs> she definitely had a motive for that. Maybe I'm not sympathising I'm not sympathising with circulars here Emily you never know but it just sounds a bit you know I feel you thank you thank next you. week's one is going to be very interesting as well we yeah, have emails. fan submissions yes we have emails from Elizabeth and Dina about a lovely serial killer over in Alaska but we're mm-hmm. going to save that for next week another Alaskan serial killer 
Ladies and gentlemen, this is your captain speaking. We hope you're enjoying your flight so far with the Keen and Emily Show Airlines. Uh, prepare yourself for a bit of turbulence as we are in the travel segment where Keen and Emily talk about things that they've done abroad. Okay, we hope you enjoy the rest of your flight. Goodbye, folks. This week, where are we going, Keen? Fly- we, 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 we are flying abroad, babe. Where are we going, though? Florence. Florence. That was a French accent, yeah, we did do a French accent. Florence, yeah. That's probably offensive. We went to Florence in Italy last year. First time in Italy. Was it your first time? It was. Italy. Beautiful country. We went there because we did a brand deal with Huawei. Huawei? You Never know, know how to pronounce it, but it's, it's that's actually, the it's, correct way. Yeah, Huawei. We, the phone anyway, lads. Yeah, we, we, I did a photography competition last year and uh, part of it was uh, any photographers that follow my page when can enter a photography competition through my link uh-huh. and lo and behold didn't or what was his name David oh I don't know can't remember we call forgive him, me forgive me I don't remember David. his name we call him David okay didn't he win David won you didn't your he, link didn't he click my link so we got a call a week before and we're like lads uh, congrats he actually won the competition because uh, the, the winner used your page and you're off to Florence as well and we were like oh my god we have no clothes we have nothing yeah. once again Emily was in doing her makeup and I was like what are you doing next week and she it was, was like, like last, nothing I was like, you oh. literally asked me the exact same thing you said like, the exact same thing last time yeah. the heat oh my god it was next level it was horrible it was next level but it wasn't as bad as Vegas so Florence the town everything was like orange sand brick yeah and it seemed so old school it seemed to just reflect off everything so wherever we walked there was just sweat falling off of us it was <laughs> but we were walking quite a lot on that little we walked far too much because oh my god the people that brought us they were so they were fit. in yeah fit as fiddles and they so were full active. of fun and full of beans and me there with my EDS could not keep up with them whatsoever especially at the in the back heat. of the group oh, yeah it was it was tough now it was tough but it we, was amazing too we walked for say 15 20 minutes and we got to this like exclusive boat club we don't know what was going on right it was like we got brought into these two doors that were on the street and then we went downstairs and then all of a sudden we were on a garden underneath like the Argo Bridge which mm-hmm. is called the Golden Bridge very famous yes. bridge we'll talk about it in a minute we were eating a uh, Italian pizza yeah I'm going to straight up say it this is going to be controversial could ruin my career go on Italian pizza mm-hmm. highly underwhelming overrated it was just fucking tomato bread yeah I have to say now I know I'm going back to it but New York's pizza is way nicer yeah, than New Italian pizza oh, and yeah. like pizza comes from Italy that's why I was like so excited to try this pizza and then when I got it I was like oh my god like don't get me wrong it was still lovely but like like Domino's do a better Italian pizza than Italian pizza and that's in my opinion I know mm. Italian like we if we went to Napoli maybe that would have been better because that's like home of the pizza but since Italians don't like pineapple on pizza <laughs> and they refuse it it just makes me kind of frown upon them yeah. like it's like okay you don't like pizza Love you don't like pineapple. pineapple pineapple is the fucking gift that keeps <laughs> on giving this is gonna a lot of people are gonna be writing to us after this being like pineapple does not belong on pizza it do, I, for my whole <laughs> life my whole life it's been ham pineapple yeah always pineapple Double pineapple. Gelato was great though. 
Oh, gelato. Not a fan. Emily's not a fan. Because Emily fan. just doesn't like cream or yeah, ice dairy. cream in general, but gelato. But is gelato not made from? I thought it's not made from. No, it is. It's just a different process. They like, instead of freezing it, it's like they cream it and like stir it while it's freezing. Oh, Do you know what I mean? I see. It's delicious. Mm, what flavours did you get? Oh, I got the coconut and raspberry one. Mm. That was, oh my God. <laughs> What's the story with pistachio flavoured everything as well? Oh my God, yuck. That was weird. I love pistachios, but not like flavoured things. Not pistachio ice cream no so this was really fascinating I have a fascination with World War 2 just does. think it was a mad time just think it was something weird. fun fact about Keen Toomey you did not know he loves yeah. war stuff I like history and I just like you know it's like isn't it mad that the world was like that less than 100 years ago you know so there's the golden bridge that has about 50 jewellers on it yeah and they're still there. You know, you have like Patek Philippe, you have Cartier. Like they're I've tiny. I've never These, seen something like They're this. huts. So they're, cool. they're little huts. Like they're tiny. Uh, it was the only bridge that survived World War II because Mussolini invited Hitler over to, to Florence and he put in an extra window, a panoramic view into the bridge. Mm-hmm. So Hitler could look at it and he fell in love with the view and the bridge. Whoa. Every other bridge was bombed. Except for the... And it is so pretty. It's I'm gorgeous. not just saying it. It's like, like it's so cool. Like, I have a picture on my Instagram just with that bridge right behind me. You oh, do? my God. I'm going to put it on my Instagram story do? so you guys can see it. I've never seen a bridge like it before. I mean, like, with the Golden Gate Bridge, it's just a load of metal. With this bridge, <laughs> it's it's a, it's a an actual road with houses hanging off yeah. it. Yeah. And it has the Medici family. Like, the Medici family are mad motherfuckers. Yeah. They were just this rich-ass family that, like, ruled, like, I don't know, most Rube of Italy. Gold place. And they have a tunnel. It's it's a pathway. And you can see it going through the whole of Florence. It was their own private walkway that they could walk through the yeah. city. Mm-hmm. And that's what Mussolini brought Hitler through, was the Medici path. So, so cool and So interesting. interesting. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, it's cool. That bridge was the only bridge Don't to survive Don't get me wrong, Hitler's not cool. Yeah, Hitler, Hitler, <laughs> Hitler's not cool, yeah. But the story of it's cool. What else was cool is Ryan Reynolds, sexy Canadian actor, oh, plays Deadpool. Yeah. He was filming... Uh, a movie. There was, there was a movie being filmed was it, there. Was it Deadpool? No, it was like Need for Speed, oh, like Italian job. A boy, a boy movie. Fast and Furious kind of thing. So there was loads of fancy cars around and obviously Emily was hating life and I was living the dream because there was a lot of like R32 Skylines, there was Supras. There so was... for any of the girls, that's just like us going on about cut creases and baking mm-hmm. to the boys that don't have a notion, you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> uh, the last thing, right, this, oh my God. This was the last time I drank. Yeah, that, it was. It actually yeah. was. So we're not big drinkers and we decided it was the last night in Florence. We're going to go get a nice drink and just sit down in the bar and relax for ourselves yeah. before we hop on our like 6am flight the next morning. Yeah, 6am flight. Yes, correct. Yeah. Yeah. So leave the hotel at 4am. Okay, yes. keep that in mind. <laughs> so we go look at these cocktail menus mm-hmm. and we saw something that we've never seen before, but it was... Um, and the Negroni. Yes, and it's a specialty over there, correct? Yeah, Something like that. Basically, yeah. yeah, it's alcohol mixed with alcohol. Uh, so there's no mixers in it. So, you know, like you'd have a vodka and Coke, but the Coke is what dilutes yeah. it for you. Or a gin they and tonic. They have nothing to dilute it other than the other alcohol. More alcohol. So but it's, it's gross. It actually, it tasted all right. I don't remember the taste, to be honest. I don't remember anything. all I remember is putting my head in that toilet and puking my heart and soul up after I had two of them drinks. The next morning, <laughs> it was like we had to get up at 4 a.m. I was still like... Guys, bear in mind, all right, we are, we are responsible people. We yeah. had one drink. No, I think we had two. Well, like, we'd one Negroni. Oh, yeah. And it just, it ruined it. it. Like, 
there was an hour and a half. Like, what is it with the main, what do you call main roads? Like, the, 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 the highways in Florence. Yeah. Why do they have speed bumps on them? Oh, my God. Because yeah. the fucking taxi driver was driving his hour and 20 minutes yeah. with the speed bumps on the highway. And I was vomiting into a plastic bag in the back of the thing <laughs> for the whole time. We got to the airport. I vomited in front of the security, the security that had guns <laughs> into the bin. I vomited into the bin in front. I went into the terminal, vomited into... Yeah. Vomited in the toilets. It sounds like I'm making it up. I, I vomited so no, much. I know. I remember me on the plane. I on had the plane, Emily had to put a bag. bag. Emily had to put a bag on her head. And I was just like <laughs> doing breathing exercises in the corner next to the window and just hoped that I could fall asleep somehow. And I chugged two liters of um, electrolytes before my flight. Yeah, I, we went to like Boots and Bosch. The, the reason uh, it was two liters. I drank the first liter, vomited that completely up, <laughs> and then had to sip the other liter. Ew. So I actually felt fine, but I was. Not fine. We were completely fine when we got to Dublin, mm-hmm. but we were not over because Dublin. Uh, we live in Cork. Yes. That's a three and a half hour drive. We kind of we were we were fine after the flight. I think once we got home, we were like fucking thank. We're God. closer to home, you know that feeling when you're feeling sick and you're like, oh my god, thank God, I'm getting one step closer to home. Yeah. Thank God, thank God. So I, I Emily put down the seat, fell asleep. And I put on my headphones and listened to hardcore techno for three hours. I don't even like techno. Just to keep him awake. So guys, if you're going to Florence, we highly not recommend having a Negroni. Mm, Because that shit fucked me up. And me. And Emily, it was bad. (laughs) So we always seem to find ourselves in weird situations when on holidays. And I swear to God, it's not deliberate. We're just idiots. Uh, Please, (laughs) please, someone just tell us that we're not the only ones that do this. We'd love to hear some embarrassing travel moments that you've had so we can read them out next week. Uh, Or if you'd like to share weird or wonderful tourist attractions, please do email thekeenandemilyshow at gmail.com. Thanks for listening into our episode. We hope you enjoyed it. We made it. Don't forget. We made it, baby. Don't forget to subscribe to us on Acast, Spotify, and Apple Podcasts. If you don't already, follow us on all of our social medias Mr. Keen Toomey and and Miss Emily Emily Rochford. Rochford. And we'll be back next Wednesday with a brand new episode. So make sure that you stay tuned. Stay tuned, guys. Thanks so much. And we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. (laughs) Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com/pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.